Friend, please help Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry by supporting the cost to produce Spirit-Filled Radio and Podcast for this current fiscal year. You can become a partner with Spirit-Filled Hearts by donating monthly. Your contributions make a difference in the lives of all those who listen to our radio shows and podcasts. Thank you for your support. Go to spiritfilledhearts.org and click on the donate button. That's spiritfilledhearts.org. Welcome back to the fourth week of the I Thirst follow-up. Today we will speak about Mary. And there's never anything enough that we can say about our mother. And we have to love our mother so much. And if we only could realize exactly what she's done for us, not only for us, but our families, all our friends, and even those who we never, ever met, and in the entire history of the world, we cannot even begin to imagine how Mary has shaped us everything. And really, it's literally everything. Mary's not just in this little corner here in world history. She is there in the center of history. And so just like the Mass is the center of the entire history of the world, right? From the creation of the world all the way into the end of the world, the, the Mass is the center of all of history. Our Lady is right there because wherever you have Jesus, right, in the Eucharist and at Calvary, Mary's at the foot of the cross. Mary is the one who from her very body gave our Lord his body, right? Our Lord was born from her body, her most pure and virginal blood. And so Mary is really at the center of history also. And thus we have to realize what she has done. She is so amazing and transcendent and at the same time, she is so close to us and then gives us a perfect example of how to be an evangelist and a disciple of Christ. So she is mother of all and she is the mother of all the living. She is the queen of heaven and earth. She has so many amazing titles, Tower of Ivory, Mystical Rose, um, Tower of David, Queen of Angels, Queen of Evangelists, Queen of Apostles, Queen of Martyrs, Queen of Virgins. She's this amazing, all the titles of Our Lady especially. And so here we want to really imitate Our Lady um, in every aspect. We want our hearts to be like hers, like her beautiful immaculate heart. And so here she was so obedient to our Lord and here she listened to every single word that came out of our Lord's mouth and treasured it in her immaculate heart. We must do the same and we have to follow Mary's example so that we can be totally Marian in our heart. Everything should be Marian about us. The way that we speak, the way that we listen, the way that we look at things, the way that we love, right? Everything should be Marian. This whole world should be Marian, right? This whole world should be just filled with the rosary. And this is not an overstatement at all. You know, this is so important to realize that this is the way that it has to be and it will be, right? Whether or not people want it, it's going to be that way in the end. So we just might as well make it like that 
that now. And so Our Lady, right, is just so marvelous. So she listens to everything that our Lord says, keeps it in her heart. And this is what we must do. We must read the scriptures, right? And we must read, you know, everything um, that he has given to us, read the lives of the saints and keep them treasured in our hearts. Now, as you probably might know, but some of you might not, is that Our Lady also was a big contributor to the Gospels. And so here, you know, she can be called, you know, the mother of evangelists in a certain way, because with St. Luke, especially with the Annunciation and then the Visitation, Nobody would have known about that except if Our Lady revealed that to St. Luke. And so he listened to her, wrote these things down. Nobody saw the Annunciation except all the angels and then St. Gabriel and then Our Lady, of course. And then here, nobody would have known of that. Uh, even St. Joseph did not know about that until Our Lady would have revealed that. And so here we see that the Gospels a lot of the details about our Lord. And here, even, for example, at the foot of the cross, you know, imagine what Our Lady has done in order to sculpt littered, uh, the, the beautiful um, scriptures that we have. And of course, everything is done through the Holy Ghost. But here, again, we have to realize, you know, here the Holy Ghost um, influences, inspires the sacred writer, um, St. Matthew, St. Mark, St. Luke, St. John. Here we're talking about the evangelists especially. But then we have to realize that, for example, you know, St. Luke here, you know, received so much. Um, and then Our Lady was the primary teacher, you know, of all the apostles after our Lord. And she's the one that is, you know, basically enlightening the apostles after our Lord ascends from heaven. They're all crowded around her, listening to her words of wisdom, listening to her fruits of her prayer. They're listening to every single thing they can grasp from her, you know. So she's the premier exemplar teacher, and she is the one that gives the apostles everything. So St. Matthew, St. Mark, St. Luke, uh, St. John, right? Everything they get, uh, you're going you're gonna to trace that back to Our Lady. Obviously, St. Luke uh, was not an apostle, but here she, uh, she still is the fount of all that information, you know, basically that St. Luke has. And so here we have to see that the Gospels are Marian. We have to realize that in sacred scripture, if you really realize it, if every single page of sacred scripture is about Christ and the church, this is what St. Augustine tells us, then every page you're going to be able to relate to Mary in some way, right? So the whole of scripture is all Marian too. And this is very important, especially for the Protestants to realize that the whole of scripture is Marian. They don't realize that at all. Every single page is about Jesus, Mary, and the church, right? Every single page of scripture. You turn it, Mary, turn it, Mary, turn it, Mary. It's just all Mary. And so here we have to really see that she is everywhere. Nothing happens in this world except with her help and the grace all flows through her right all the grace comes from God he's the first uh, fountain obviously of grace but it all flows through her and so here if we want to follow God if we want to be the perfect disciple we've got to be Marian if we want to read the scriptures if we want to be um, an imitator of the apostles and go out we will be apostles of Marian right we if we're going to be uh, Marian apostles right if we're going to see uh, make the world see the glory of Mary right our heart has to be hers our heart has to be fast 
fashioned after the Immaculate Heart. Uh, these are the things that we have to really think about. So here we have to really see Mary's role as just central, completely central, and here just essential. And in order to be a disciple of Christ, in order to be someone who proclaims the gospel, in other, in other words, to teach, we all have to have the Immaculate Heart with us always. We have to be Marian in every aspect of our life. Amen. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please consider supporting Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry with a one-time or monthly gift. Spirit-Filled Hearts Ministry is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. We are only funded by generous donors who believe in our mission to evangelize.